Welcome to Wisdom of Women, the podcast to bring you insights of successful women leaders. I'm your host, Sherry Hilton, and whether you're a working professional looking to level up, an aspiring entrepreneur, or simply curious about the stories of women who are making a difference, this podcast is for you. Our guests come from diverse backgrounds and industries, but they all share one thing in common. They've overcome challenges and achieved success through hard work, determination, and a willingness to take risks. They will tell their personal journeys, the lessons they've learned along the way, and the wisdom they've gained. Join me each week as we dive into the experiences and perspectives of extraordinary women and discover the inspiration and motivation you need to achieve your own goals. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wisdom of Women this week. You know, I, I focused on breast cancer the month of October for breast cancer awareness, and we're going to go back into some of the normal scheduled podcasts that we had and focus on women and their wisdom gained through experiences in career and hurdles they've overcome and challenges they've met and faced head on to share their lessons, to help shorten the gap for the other women that are trying to get there, wanting to pivot and do something else with their life, looking for, you know, that excitement and the challenge maybe in the second half of their life if they're at midlife or even if the the younger women are out there listening, which I know you guys are, and looking at how do I get in her spot much faster and much easier than the women who've come before me. Today my guest, Michelle Prince is a close friend of mine, and she's wonderful and amazing. Uh, she is a coach and helps people, both men and women, but I'd like to say women, uh, find their passion and purpose in life and take that and bundle it in a package so that you are in a path that creates excitement within you. And Michelle exudes excitement. Michelle. Welcome to the podcast today. Oh my goodness, Sherry. I'm so excited to be here, to be with you. Excited to have you here. What, how did you get, now this is, I know I've heard this story, but I think our listeners would love to hear this story. You didn't start off in coaching and helping people find their passion and purpose and their story that everybody has, but how did you get where you are? Goodness, it's a long story, but I'll I'll make it really brief. So I, I I had the privilege of working for Zig Ziglar right out of college, and that really laid a big foundation for me. Of I love personal development, personal growth, and I had gone through a period where I left Ziglar to go pursue software sales, and I was in this industry that I was very successful. I was doing all the things that I thought would make me happy, and I just wasn't happy. And it made me start to kind of look more deeper inside, you know, well, what is this all about? What am I here for? You know, what, it, what would I do if I could do anything? And, and I kept coming back to three words during that period. I would say, I just want to motivate, inspire, and encourage people. But I had no idea how to do it. I was selling software. I'm sure somewhere I was making a difference, but it, it wasn't in the way I wanted to. So it was in 2009, and it's a long story. I won't go into all of it, but I, I wrote a book. And I had no intention of ever sharing it with anyone. I really just, I had this, I just had this internal feeling. I need to tell my story. 
and I want my kids to have my story. So when they grow up, they were in uh, kindergarten and second grade at the time, but I wanted them to just know my backstory. So that was the whole intention of writing that book. And it was called Winning in Life Now. And that was the beginning of something that I had no idea was even on the radar, let alone put together a plan to make it happen. Um, because the book is what really launched my full-time business of coaching and speaking and all that. And it, it did not happen overnight, but it did happen. And so I've always, I've always been fascinated with people seeing, you know, the gifts that are already within them. I believe we all have these incredible unique gifts within us. And it's as, as soon as we see them and get them out there, that's when, that's when life really changes for you, you know, and that's your story right? Our gifts, our talents, our passions, our purpose, all of that is just who, who I believe God's made us to be. And it's in sharing that, that we, we make an impact on other people's lives. Yeah. And it's that story you help people write in books. You know, I've been to a few of your book bound conferences. I've actually taken my daughter uh, to one of your book bound conferences. And it's the beginning of that book bound conference that everybody comes in And they're there because they're interested in writing a book or they've been, some people like my daughter, (laughs) drugged to the conference as a guest of, hey, you're going to come hang out with me for a few days here. (laughs) Maybe something will come out of it. And I always see a shift from the moment that morning starts to maybe like mid-afternoon in the conference where this, you can almost see a spark inside Mm -hmm. people. I'd like for you to take me through just a few steps mm-hmm. that are important in that process for someone to sit back mm-hmm. and be quiet because it's that quiet time that we that's where we find it. And what do they need to do to start thinking about purpose and passion and that magic inside all of us? Mm, I love it. Yeah. I, and I, that's partly why I love book bound so much because it is, it's almost like people's eyes open up for the first time of just what's already within them. It's, there's nothing new. It's just who they are. But uh, the first part of it is really getting more in the head of, well, what's holding you back? Because writing a book is just, it's following a recipe truly. So it's not, not knowing what to do that keeps people from doing it. It's the fact it's usually what's up here. So a lot of, you know, imposter syndrome and beliefs and and figuring out, you know, those barriers. But then we start looking into the, well, who are you? And you are your story. And and those exercise that we do at Bookbound um, is just an easy way to figure it out. And that's looking at all the things you're passionate about. Um, I do believe passion is a clue. It's not everything, but it's it's a clue to your purpose. And we all have a purpose. We're not here for, I don't believe we're here for just random reasons. So your passion is a clue. And that's the first step is, well, what lights you up? What do you love to do? Um, and, and have everybody writes a list of as many as they can come up with. And then the second part of that is, well, what are your experiences? And it could be work experiences. You know, it could be that you are a parent or a mom or what have you, but other experience are things that you've been through that probably some of them you didn't want to go through. You know, yeah. there's people who have had abuse or a divorce or bankruptcy or all these, you know, health issues. So that goes on your list too. And then when you have your two lists of passion and experience, again, that's just who you are. But now we're trying to find that intersection to see, well, what's your core message? And when, when I think about, you know, I say it a hundred times at Bookbound, but it's, it's not about a book. 
It's about your story. And your story is what is the core message? What is it that you are so passionate about imparting into somebody else to encourage, inspire, teach, warn, whatever the reason? And then what do you, where do you, why? Like what, what experience did you have in life that makes you passionate about that? It's that connection that's the the magic, I think, of, of discovering, you know, I, I think your purpose, because I believe that we are in, we were created to make a difference. And we can't make a difference if we don't share our story and encourage yeah. people with it. Yeah, I just I see people light up mm-hmm. because they might be like you were in sales. Yes. Oh and, yeah. And it paid the bills. It yeah. was a it was a career yes. and it gave you some of the foundational lessons. Oh, completely. Right? To get where you are today. Like so we just can't discount what you did. No. It it was a foundation that led in that path. But when people start looking at what lights them up and that passion and that intersection and the possibility and the potential for where that could take them, yes, you know, even if it were a, a side hustle or yeah. a book that was written that they put out to give away yeah. or teach classes, mm-hmm. what are some of the... The books that have come out of Bookbound that, you know, someone comes in and then they leave and they had no intention on writing a book and telling their story and they've told their story mm-hmm. and what impact it's made. Mm-hmm. Oh my Here's gosh. Examples. There are so many. Well, you're one, you know, strong mom, stronger daughters. Yeah. And, and what a perfect example of passion and experience, right? You are passionate about women. That's the name of this podcast, right? Yep. Wisdom of women. So that is always and strong women, right? That's just kind of the core of your, you know, you're, you're tenacious and you have all that in you. <laughs> and you're drawn to other strong women like that, right? Yeah. The fact that you know, and stronger daughters, you know, as a as a at the time a single mom, and you had strong uh, uh, examples, your aunt, you know, all of those things just made that come together for you. Um, and look at you now, you're doing this podcast. You're, I always, it's not necessarily about like, Oh, you wrote a book and now you're able to quit your job and go do all that. Now I was not able to quit my job. It took me a couple of years. I was doing both for a while there, but it's, it's kind of why I'm, I'm big on the passion part because, you know, it, if, if, if it's truly something tied to your passion, which I believe is tied to your purpose, then it's going to pull you. And it's, you know, I know you're working. This is a lot of work to do a podcast, but it's like the, it, the excitement you get from sharing wisdom with other women is it makes it all the worthwhile. Um, but yeah. gosh, there's so many other books. I mean, there were people who accidentally ended up at Bookbound and, you know, I had a free ticket or my spouse made me come and then they go out and write a book whether it be about their breast cancer or adoption or gosh, there's so many amazing stories. It's the coolest thing though, is that, that epiphany of, oh my gosh, it's been there all along. And for me, that's what happened because for so many years, I, I didn't believe I had a story. I mean, never in a million years, you could have told me pre before 2009 that I was going to write a book and, and do what I do. Because I just didn't think my life was that unique, that special. I mean, yeah, I've got some good things here and there. I didn't have an extremely great or an extremely bad life. So it was, you know, not a lot of excitement there. But then when you realize the things that just naturally, you know, I'd go to coffee or lunch with a girlfriend and I I just, the things naturally I'm encouraging them on, you take for granted. Like, well, everybody knows how to do that. 
Well, no, they don't, you know, they don't. And so just that realization of, wow, you mean everything I would ever put into a book or tell on a podcast or share on a platform? I already know. There's, you know, it's, it's just that, that realization, but then you got to get over the hurdle of, yeah, but who am I to do that? Yeah. So that would be like imposter syndrome and discounting what we already know because we think, oh, well, everybody knows that, don't they? Yeah. And as women, a lot of us have that internalized. Yes. And so you aren't alone. Mm hmm and, I, you know, I literally had a lunch appointment today, or actually it was a breakfast appointment with a, a woman who's thinking of writing a book. And we were having this conversation and it was v- very similar to my own in my own head of like, yes, yes, I know this could encourage someone, but, you know, who am I to do this? And and I was sharing, you know, you have to step back and because she's a, an incredibly uh, servant heart woman. And I'm like, if somebody came to you and asked you for help they were struggling and they needed your advice and they knew that you had been through something similar. Would you hesitate to give them wisdom or to give them insight into how you got through it? No, not at all. Well, it's absolutely no different. The difference is, is sometimes we think a book is about us, but it's not, it's the book is about them. So it's, 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 that's why it's all up here. We just have to kind of reprogram ourselves to get to that point. And some of us take a while. It took me years to get to the point to be ready for it. You know? So it's, yeah, we're all there. And what shift from when you were in sales to writing a book to where you are today Mm. How did you find that path with your passion? Because mm. you wrote the book. Yeah. It it made you excited. You got excited writing the book. You wanted to get it out there. Obviously, it's not like poof, you write a book and you're this national bestseller and life changes dramatically. But there is a difference between before and after writing a book and telling your story. There really is. And I, I, truth be told, I didn't have a plan other than I was writing this book for my boys. And then it was literally published. Zig Ziglar wrote the foreword. It was printed. I had it. And maybe five people knew. And that is not an exaggeration. I didn't tell anybody. I, It wasn't that I was embarrassed, but I didn't want to be boastful. And I definitely was a people pleaser. Hopefully I'm a recovering one now, but I didn't want to make it about me. So I just kind of kept it to myself. But then through a series of different things that happened, it became pretty clear, like, this is silly. I I have some information in here that could potentially inspire or encourage someone. So we did launch it. And then I dove into the world of, I know nothing about building a platform. You know, this was even before Instagram and Facebook was even that big. I mean, Twitter was where I started and I had nothing to post about myself. So I started posting quotes of people like Zig Ziglar, Norman Vincent Peale, Brian Tracy, people that I just shared their quotes to just start building. And that attracted groups of people that actually appreciated that stuff too. And then uh, I started speaking locally, uh, coaching actually. People would ask me to coach them on the topic of my book. And that just gradually grew. Speaking is really what took it off the fastest. And even starting locally in chambers and, you know, local groups, word of mouth does get out. But what was probably the biggest thing for me was the shift from 
this is just a hobby to, no, I really want this to be my career was, uh, it was when I was still working in my job, but it, it became so, so clear that this was, I just loved it. I, when somebody came to me and, and I could share some little nugget of wisdom to make them have a better day, I was like, this is what I'm created for. This is it. I was good at selling software. Um, I, I had a, you know, as you know, in sales, there's what, what we call the golden handcuffs, you know, yep. you leave, you leave all that commission behind. And so I stuck around for a while thinking that was more important than it, just my soul couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, no, I'm, I have to do this and I'm going to find a way. And if you've, uh, having your own business is not for the faint of heart. It is not. And, you know, what looks so good on the outside is a lot of pedaling on, you know, under the water that there was a lot of good days and a lot of bad. And I learned a lot of lessons, but now, gosh, it's been since 2009. So is that right? 14 years later, it, um, I wouldn't change a thing. And with everything you do, you hit a new plateau. So it's like you go up here and you're like, oh, I made it, but you're not done. And you just, it just expands. And so for me, like my purpose in life is it's not to help people write books, although that is the byproduct of it. It's to help people to, to tell their story, to make an impact in the world. And, and when you share your story, it will help you too, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because everybody's story, good or bad, yeah. has a purpose. And sometimes it's in the bad yeah. and your story comes out that it impacts others through those lessons. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that people don't feel so alone or they know, oh, oh my goodness, that happened to you or how can I overcome it and how can you teach someone something else? Um, something bad because I think a lot of times when something bad happens, we assume we're the only one in the world mm -hmm. and that creates a lot of isolation. So when you hear that, oh my gosh, they went through a really bad divorce or they went through this and that, and look at them now, it, it just gives people hope. And that's what we all want is hope that it's going to get better. Yeah. And sometimes in the hard times is where you find the blessings. Yes. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah. If not, we're not looking for them, right? But if then everything's so, so great, wh why, why look for the blessings? Why? Yeah. why? Yeah. yeah. And it's the... The passion and purpose that people should really dig in to find because that's where life is mm -hmm. a lot of times, that excitement, the joy. Like you said, you love sales and you and it, and you liked what you did, but the big shift was when you knew you lit up yeah. when you were following your passion and your purpose. There is nothing better. I remember my very first speaking event and it was so serendipitous because I, 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 all I did was write a book and again, didn't tell anyone. And I happened to go to a local chamber meeting, which I'd never been to before. I never went again. I mean, it was just something, how I ended up there, I don't know. And I happened to sit next to a woman who puts on women's conferences and, uh, and I told her what I did and all that. And, 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 and she's like, oh, well, you know, we have all of our speakers booked for the rest of the year, but I'll keep you in mind. I'm like, okay, no problem. Get a call from her the next morning, not exaggerating. She's like, Michelle, I just had a speaker cancel. Can you come like the next morning and, and speak? Well, I hadn't spoken yet and I'm working my full-time job by the way. And I remember, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And she's like, send me your speaker sheet. And I'm thinking, speaker sheet. I, I just wrote a book, but I figured it out. And anyway, in that talk, I had a woman come up to me afterward 
And something I said, and I spoke from the heart because I didn't have a prepared speech (laughs) and something, she came up to me and she was like, this was like, it really was impactful for her. And something I said, she had, she needed to hear. And and she felt like it was a divine appointment that I was there. And she bought, she was in network marketing. I'll never forget this. And she, she's like, okay, well, what would it cost if I bought 50 books? And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, at the time it was like, I I, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, here, no, I had no idea what I was doing, but that high that I had when I left that lunch, not from selling the books, but from somebody's life being impacted by something I said was like, I'm that I'm good. This was all worth it. If that this was all worth it. And so when you find that, and it's just, it's hard to explain. And you, when you start a business, it's not like you're getting paid to start a business. So you have to have that passion to, to carry you and, and, you know, to really work for it. Yeah. How would women work to find that? We've got our list. We've got our passions. Yes. We've got, and we've merged those together with our experiences. Yeah. And now we have a list. And what are some, some, like, I always think quiet time. Mm -hmm. Because then I can clear out the distractions to really sit and look at the list, to truly think about what lights me up. Yeah. I have I have a great exercise that I did this long before I wrote my book, actually. And I think it helped me to get a little more clarity about myself because sometimes people will see things in us that we don't see or we're not capable of seeing yet, is I would ask the five people closest to you to, and I sent this out to an email to send, like to my husband, to my mom, my, one of my best friends and neighbor, you know, people that knew me, but in different ways. And I said, you know, all I said was I'm, I'm doing a little project. Don't ask questions, but give me five words that describe me. And I, I still have them. I put them on a little uh, three by five cards. They're in, tucked in my Bible. I was shocked because I didn't, they all had, they all saw something a little different, but there was this underlying theme. And the theme was what I, in my heart of hearts of hearts, wanted to do for people, which was motivate, inspire, and encourage people. And when I got that, it just was so eye-opening of like, wow, this is what they see in me. And that these are the things too that I love. I love doing, you know? Yeah. And that was a, a really great clue for me to start. But then beyond that, I would, I would, I would sit and journal and listen and just you know, just anything that comes to mind, you know, what am I drawn to? What kind of, you know, books do I read? That's a clue. Are you reading personal development or are you reading history books? That's, you know, there's something there. Uh, what, what are you doing when the time's flying by? You know, like for me, I, I love personal development. I love seminars. I love writing, reading, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So that was a, a bit of a clue. Uh, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Which is a hard question to ask. Because we're always going, yeah, but, yeah, but. But literally, if you just take the blinders off and start saying, you know what, for real, if I had all the money in the world, I had all the time in the world, I'm guaranteed success, what would I be doing? Yeah. And it, it's amazing how you will start to see this, this thread. It may not have exactly what that means in terms of a career or what. And it's not going to say necessarily write a book. <laughs> but it will show you what you're drawn towards. And I think that's the first step because you really, people will believe in you to the exact degree you believe in yourself. So until you see that in yourself, that you have something that could help somebody personally or professionally, nobody else will believe you. 
So it's got to start internal first. And then, okay, now that I have an idea, how do I get it out of my head onto paper, whether it's through a book, a podcast, speaking, you name it. Yeah. Coaching. Yeah. And a lot of times people will believe in you the degree that you believe it, but sometimes they see it well before yeah. you feel it. Yes. It's amazing. Like when I did that exercise, I did that in about 2008, I believe, uh, seven or eight. So it was, it was a good while before I wrote my book. I was shocked. And I still will pull those out from time to time. And I'm like, especially in that season, I did not see that in myself. And so I needed somebody else's confidence in me to give me the confidence in myself. And a lot of times that's where groups and cohorts and small coaching groups or pods yes. come in. So years, well, I can't say years. It was 2018, 19, 18, mm -hmm. 2018, I believe, is when I joined a pod group yeah. with you as a coach. And life changed tremendously mm -hmm. that year for me. But it was in that small group that we did some of those exercises and we learned about each other. And I remember listening to one of your um, digital like uh, webinars you did. And I downloaded it and I listened to it on an airplane when I was traveling. And it was, um, it was like a three-session webinar. And I listened to all three of them. And the, the gist was, is, you know, it was someone that was dying mm. and they didn't want to leave behind mm -hmm. the lessons inside of them. Mm -hmm. And that's what triggered me that yeah. I'm going to finish this book Yep, because I didn't want to die or have anything happen to me and never had that come out. And I think that's part of finding our passion and finding our purpose and telling our story mm -hmm. before we get to a point where it it ends with us. Yes. We need to leave that out and let that out and leave it behind. Yeah. And I will also add to that, especially for any mothers listening, it's obviously we want our children to know us. And then and a lot of time when they're, when you're in the parenting years, you are being yourself, but you're also being mom, right? So they may not know everything about you, but here's another way to look at it. You can't even begin to imagine, and they're probably not going to communicate it for a long, long time, <laughs> but what you owning and, and going after your dreams does for your children. I mean, it is, it's, I never, that part I didn't see coming. I did not see coming. And you, I think, Sherry, have heard this story, but I'll, I'll, I'll share it. And I, try, I always try to cry. Yeah. Um, but so when I wrote my first book in 2009, I, I told you, I didn't tell anyone, like no one and five people. And I remember picking Tyler. He was my kindergartner at the time. And I went to the you know schoolyard and I'm waiting for the kindergarten class to come out. And his teacher comes out and she was like, Michelle, she's like, I didn't know you wrote a book. And I literally was like, I didn't think, no, anyone knew I wrote a book. And I had this weird look on my face, like, how the heck did you know? And she said, oh, well, this week we were studying in, in the kindergarten class, like authors, like Dr. Seuss and, you know, all the like young childhood authors. And at the end of the week, uh, they were going around in a circle and they had to say which one was their favorite author. And I still get choked up. Um, Tyler's 20 now. This is silly. But he stood up and he said, my mom's my favorite author. And 
obviously that made me feel really good, but I don't recall ever telling him I was writing a book. I don't recall ever making a big deal of it, but like he saw me and they saw me happy. And I just think that's like the best gift we could give our kids is for them to see we're living our dreams. Yeah. I don't know why I got emotional, but it matters. important. And you help people all the time mm -hmm. in your book bound and through your publishing process. People sometimes come to you and they're, they have no intention of writing a book, but you get out of them that passion yeah. and that story that they realize needs to be told, even if it's to just their kids. It needs to be told. Yeah. There's a reason you have your story. And I believe that our stories are a gift and uh, gifts are meant to be given away. So if we keep it to ourselves, you know, we're, we're, we're missing the opportunity to, to bless other people. Yeah. You know, what's the, um, the passion and the purpose? I know you're really good at it. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it really fast. Do it really fast for me. Well, passion leads to purpose. You, without it, you cannot, everything starts with passion, but it's not everything. You don't just do what you love, right? But it's a clue and it's a clue to show you your purpose. And I say that because I just believe God's not going to give you a purpose in life that you hate. So chances are good. Your purpose is tied to something that lights you up and that you love. But when you have purpose and you know what it is that you're here on this earth to do, you wake up every day with a clear sense of your priorities. These are all P's, by the way. Um, so your priorities, right? You know what you should be doing. You, you're scheduling time to write or you're scheduling time to, you know, develop or journal or, or whatever it is. But it's really hard to have priorities and not just walk through life aimlessly if you don't know your purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, you probably have no passion. So passion leads to purpose, purpose leads to priorities, but priorities gives you the ability to perform. So the word is performance. Because in again, if you know what you're cut out to do for the day, you're more than likely to accomplish it. So it's more about results. Performance is the results, the fruit of your work, the fruit of your labor. And But you can't really perform if you don't know your priorities and what you should be working on. And without that, you don't know passion and purpose. Passion leads to purpose. Purpose leads to priorities. Priorities lead to performance. And when you're performing at a level that people start to take notice, that's when you get the next P, which is platform. And everybody wants a platform. Everybody wants to you know, tell everybody what they think. But you, you earn a platform. It's a privilege. And you earn it by performing at a level that people start to say, wow, how did you do this? How did you get here? What's your backstory? Nobody wants to know that about you, though, if you didn't perform at a level high enough. And you don't perform at that level without your priorities. So once you have determined, you know, you have a platform, which means not better, just it gives you the ability to share your story, but people want to listen. There's a lot of people out there trying to tell a story, but nobody cares. When you have a platform and you've proven that you've worked hard to get there, they want to know why and they want to know how so they can learn from you. So passion leads to purpose, purpose, priorities, priorities, performance, performance, platform, and the platform when you're out there sharing your heart, your story, your, you know, what, what you feel you were created to do, that's when you hit prosperity. And prosperity can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. It could be money. It could be fame. It could be relationships. It could be health. It could be your spiritual world. Prosperity just means that you are literally using all the gifts and the talents that, that have been implanted in you. And that feeling that comes from knowing you made a difference, that's prosperity. 
but you can't really prosper if you don't have a platform and the ability to help people. You can't get a platform unless you've performed and you can't perform if you don't know priorities. You don't know priorities. You probably have no passion purpose. So passion leads to purpose, purpose, priorities, priorities, performance, performance, platform, platform leads to prosperity, which then leads to the final P, which is peace. And just that feeling of knowing you're here for a short time. We've been gifted with the story of our lives. We've been gifted with the good and the bad, but we're here for a purpose. And I know like you and me, we all want to know we lived our best life serving others. And, and ultimately that's where that peace comes from. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love it. And I just, I, my wish for women is that we all dig deep and find the passion that's inside of us because when we do, life changes for the better. It does. And the impact you can make and the wisdom you can share when you're passionate about what you do every day, it, it, it's excitement, right? Mm-hmm. And you are so good at helping people find that. Um, tell, tell me real quick, I know you're starting a cohort, so I want to make sure we chime in about your cohorts that are starting up. I think they're start, starting in a week or uh-huh. Boom, like with, like next week or the week after, right? First class at least. We'll have many classes. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about a little bit about the co- cohorts yeah. um, before we go because I want to make sure our listeners know what opportunities are out there for them to, to be a part of your group. Oh, I would love that. So it's called Bookbound Academy. And you could just go to performancepublishinggroup.com. There's a whole tab on Bookbound Academy. But basically, it is a course. I, as you know, you've been to Bookbound many, many times. You even... Uh, uh, was my, you were my MC one time, but it's an incredible live event that, you know, through, throughout the year, we've, we wanted to put it in a way that people who don't necessarily can't travel to Texas can, can still experience. So it is a course. There's over 50 videos that walks you through everything you need to know to, to write a book, publish a book, launch a book, build a platform and so much more. And then uh, in addition to that, for people that want to go through a journey with a small group of people, we call them the cohorts, like going to college, you know, um, we're going to be doing that over a six week period and I will be leading it. So it gives them an opportunity to ask anything they want to know and whether that's to self-publish, whether that's to work with a publisher, um, but what are all the ins and outs in that? And so that's all at performancepublishinggroup.com. And there's some other free resources on there, but I would love to help in any way possible. Grab a free strategy call if you're even thinking about it. That's the yeah. best way to do it. Michelle is a great resource. Thanks. Few questions before we go that I ask all of my guests. Okay. What are you most proud of? I'm I'm a proud mom. I have some incredible boys. I'm very proud of. Yeah, you do. You do. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Oh, stop caring what people think. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) What brings Michelle joy? Uh, Serving God, knowing that something I do makes somebody else's life better. Yeah. Yeah. How can our listeners get a hold of you, Michelle? 
Well, I'm on social media under Michelle Prince or, you know, shoot, email me. I'm happy. I'm, I'm pretty much an open book, no pun intended. Um, but if I can help in any way, just shoot an email. It's support at michelleprince.com and love to help in any way or go to book or go to, uh, sorry, performancepublishinggroup.com and there's a free strategy call. We can chat through some stuff. Yeah. I really, really hope that this episode helps women take two steps back one day and really just thinks about their purpose and their passion and what are some ways to start digging in so that each day you can build on it to get to that path mm -hmm. because it makes such a difference. Yeah. And you'll never regret shining your light. Never. So just the sooner you do it, the better. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Michelle, for your time. And everyone, we'll see you next time on the next episode of Wisdom of Women. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom of Women. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and gained some valuable insights and inspiration. How to connect with me and our guest today, as well as any links can be found in the show notes. Please share this episode with your friends. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review as it helps us reach more women like you who are seeking to learn from successful women leaders. Stay curious, stay hungry, and always push forward. We'll be back next week with another amazing guest. Until then, keep chasing your dreams and we'll see you next time on Wisdom of Women.